All right, welcome one, welcome all to episode 13 of the Two and a Half Brain Cells podcast. I'm your host, Murtaza, and today I'm going to be talking to a good friend of mine and the co-host or a co-host of the U16 podcast, Connor Williams. How's it going, Connor? Buddy, not bad. How's it going? I'm doing good. You want to just introduce yourself uh, to my little audience? Yeah, I'm Connor. And I should I tell? Should I, do I say my last name or should I uh, just keep it with my first name there? I don't know. Uh, it's up to you, man. I'll just keep my first name. I don't need anyone. Actually, Connor Williams, um, second year, Brock University, sport management, one of the smart ones at Brock University. You know what I mean? Just. Uh, Steam kids, we got that rep being the dumb ones that rock, but you know, um, yeah, um, how much to me just chilling in this uh crazy pandemic at my house? Um, yeah, I don't even know, I don't even, I you usually go over how you know, you know, your friends on this, but like, honest, I don't even remember the whole story about how we like anything like that or nothing. I think. I think we met in grade 10, right? Something like sure it was, was around grade there. 10, because that's when I met Omar, because we were in the same English class. And then, like, hung out with, and because, like, I became friends with Omar, and then you were already friends with Omar, so then we started hanging out. Yeah, it was like indirect kind of. It was like an indirect because I never like met you or anything. But then like, because I I knew Omar and then he had you guys. It was kind of like just an indirect kind of connection and yeah. just. just I think just kind it, of was, stuck, uh, eh? it was always through Omar, right? Like everybody met through the little guy. <laughs> yeah, it was actually. Oh my gosh. And then, so for anyone wondering, um, Connor, I think, is currently single. He's a a big fan of Dunkin', sorry, he's a big fan of Dairy Queen ice cream, specifically at the mall that that we used to frequent because it was right in front of our high school. I'm pretty sure the guy still remembers you. Oh, he still remembers me. I went there, uh, uh, I went there in the summer, last summer, so often when, when, like, were actually low and like he saw me it was like a, it was like a reunion you know what i mean <laughs> he's an amazing guy yeah it's the best milkshakes ever i'm telling you yeah and that's not that's not a metaphorical milkshake for anyone listening that's a my my guy here is talking about a literal big ass chocolate ice cream milkshake how many of those oh, did you yeah. used to get in a week? Oh god. Um probably I'd say okay, so I'd bring here's what I do. Game the game but I I'd always have like a plan. So like it was it'd be like twenty bucks I'd take out. Like lunch. Either I try to do Thursday. It usually end up being like a Tuesday or Monday. That I'd end up taking the 20 bucks out for like lunch. It usually depends. If I was feeling really good about myself that day, I'd get the Subway or the Taco Bell kind of thing. Maybe, you know, spend a bit more on my lunch. But usually, if, if I was lucky, I'd get the Timmy's. 
because you know the Timmy's lines was just absurd. If were, wait, if you were lucky, bro, you'd go to Timmy's either way every single day. I can't remember a single day where you didn't go to Timmy's. Explosive like that. Oh my god. Uh, I mean, the only days I wouldn't is that the line was like too, too long. Like that line was absurd. That line at no, Tim but then you like, used to go at like the end of class or sorry, the end of lunch though. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just hit it up at the end because at the start, but like, yeah. Usually at the start though, if I got my 20, I'd usually go, try to go back because I had to, I always had to go to the ATM machine the longest time because I hated paying. I hated paying debit for some reason. I always like going and taking out 20 bucks cash. I don't know why. And I still, I don't have an explanation for why I always did that, to be honest. I always went down there. I was always the guy that you could find at the ATM machine getting a lunch. It's okay. I think it's easier, 20s. though, like to manage how much money you're spending if you have it actually like in your hand instead of just tapping the card the whole time. Yeah, see, see, that was that was one of the ideas. I was like, it's twenty. If I don't spend debit, I can't. Like, you know, you, you keep at some point, you just keep putting the card in and out of the debit machine. But like, if you have it twenty bucks, you're only limited to, to the cash, like whatever change you end up getting after each purchase. Like, or even, even we went to we, our Walmart like trips. Like, oh yeah, Walmart was every, almost every day. Yeah, depend. We'd always like alternate or something like. Timmy's, I'd get like a bagel usually or like a breakfast sandwich or a farmer's wrap. Like, that was like, wasn't like two to every day, like of the same purchase at Timmy's. But like, if we were going to Walmart, I'd get like the celebration, you know, the celebration, the celebration cookies, like the chocolate on top. Honestly, I only remember you getting those a couple times though, because like most of the time we'd go, they were sold out. Yeah. Yeah. When I got, it was a good day when I got those though. When those were in stock, I got and I was able to get those. It was a, it was a good day, but usually it was like we got the got the chips. The ninety what was it ninety seven cent? Ninety seven cents to great value chips. Yeah, Regu- a regular what was it? Just any any kind, just ninety seven cents. Then we hit up the uh, hit up the DQ guy and just milkshake. I think I usually got it was always a milkshake. I think. I remember one time though, I I got peanut buster parfait without peanuts. How'd you get it without peanuts? I, I straight up just told him, I was like, can I get the peanut buster parfait? Because it's it was literally like an ice cream sundae with peanuts on top, but it was like a bigger it was like a bigger cup, like the size. Oh. Like you could get a large sundae, but even the large sundae wasn't as big as the peanut buster parfait. So I was like. Man, can I get the peanut? I was like, I walked up there, I'm like, can I get the peanut buster parfait? But uh, this can be weird. But just uh, hold the peanuts. It's like, so you want the ice cream with uh, no peanuts in the peanut buster parfait? I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's got a, I was like, I was I like went on a whole explanation to him. I'm like, yeah, I, see, it's got a bigger cup and it's got more ice cream. I was like, Get what I was, I'll pay the same price. I was like, this guy probably, this guy was like, okay, whatever. Give me money. And then I, I kept him in business in the winter. Yeah, I think you frequented his store enough that, like, he's like, oh, whatever. I'll, I'll do uh, what this kid's asking me to do. Yeah. 
that was the that was the game plan for that. But that was uh those were fun days at the mall. Yeah. Yeah they were. You remember when we uh we bought that box of ice cream sandwiches and just tried to like <laughs> binge it like binge eat through the whole box in the in the lunch period and how many did we get through how did we end up getting through you got more than me that day i think we got through what we split it half half right yeah i think we gave one away at one point so we gave a couple yeah because we couldn't because we couldn't finish it and then you you took it to class with you I think I gave a couple because at one point I was like, "Hey, I gotta give these. You gotta give these away." But let's you're just gonna both fucking two cookie, basically two cookies and melted, melted dairy. But like, they were they were more fun than I expected. Like, okay. half my teachers probably thought I was nuts. Not gonna lie, like me just showing up. Like, one of our te- one of, one of our teachers, like my data teacher, I showed up with the like the celebration cookies one time, and I was like, just like binging them. Going down every so often on them, I'm out, and he like just straight up, straight up like calls me out. He's like, "Come I don't know what's more disgusting: the fact that you're eating cookies like they're going out of style, or the fact that you're eating cookies in my class." And I was like, "Sorry, sir, I'll just put those away." I feel like Man. though, like everything we did in high school or everything we ate was, for the most part, super unhealthy. Like I guess we probably someone, we probably messed up the insides of our bodies a lot. Someone took that to our diet. If someone took a list of what we ate to a dietitian, they definitely kill us. Dietitian, nutritionist, whatever. Someone took that to one of them. They'd definitely murder oh, definitely. us. Definitely. Yeah, they'd be like, "What? What the hell are you doing?" Like we're, oh, we then- were on track for probably clogged arteries at that point. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. The only thing uh is saving me for the longest time. Grade ten was okay. Grade ten, the only thing saved me at least in grade ten was probably the fact that I had Boyer for, for PE. Don't don't bring home Boyer, man. He was um he was weird. And I'm telling you, that was crazy. That was that class, the gym class. I had it with I had it with Omar too. At, me and Omar were like, "Wait, was that grade I, nine or grade 10? Grade ten? I I had a uh, I had guard for what do you call it? Uh, grade P for grade nine P. Oh, oh so. man! I wish I had anybody other than Boyer for PE because I only took PE in grade nine. But I had the racket sports course, and it it was a mixed grade co-ed course. Oh, you were in the you were in the one before me. Like you had the I was in like fourth period, like regular. Oh no, ours like, was ours was homeroom, and it was just like oh, yo. Because you were right before me. Because I remember this one kid took, accidentally took both. He took both and like did back to back. I think. And you were in the oh, one I, before. I didn't me. Take both. Uh, no. Oh, no, no, not you, not you, but this one kid. He took both, and they were back-to-back, but you were in the racket one before us. I was in the racket one in the... It was our homeroom class, first semester of grade 9. And the thing is, I mean, it was... There wasn't a racket sports yeah. in grade 9, bro. Are you sure? Yeah, there was. Yeah. 
It was like that was the first grade... time that our school had a racket sports course. I thought grade nine you could only take like there was only like the basic PE, and then grade ten like graduated to racket, weightlifting, and uh, regular. No, so, so that's what it was. It it was a mixed grade course. And the thing is, I, I was actually supposed to go to a different high school initially. So I was oh. technically a transfer student at the beginning of grade nine. And I started grade nine like a week after everybody else. Oh, I must be, th- must be thinking of someone else who was in that. Because I, I had a kid in my grade 10 PE class. He actually took both, both racket and regular. Regular? Also so bad oh, for this man. kid. And Boyer and he had Boyer, Boyer for both. And this kid was. Wait, so this why kid didn't was, the kid just drop out of one of the courses or like change courses? I don't know. I think he like he needed the credit technically still. So like, um, I felt so bad for him. He had to do the beep test twice in one day, one time. <laughs> he had to run court. He had to run quarters with us after doing like some running thing with the racket class. And Boyer was like walking around with like a tennis racket and a tennis ball. And like, if you're not Yo, running Boyer hard enough. Would... Like he would smack the tennis ball towards us. Yeah. And the thing yeah. is, one time, like I pissed him off. Okay, I pissed Boyer off a few times. The first time was, uh, you remember like first or second, sorry, second or third week of grade nine, and there was like lockdown drills, right? Oh, yeah. So we were in the gym, and then like because of the lockdown, we had to go into the, the locker room. And me and there was another grade nine there who was also a transfer. We started like making finger guns towards each other. And like we started making pew pew sounds. And like for the rest of the rest of the lockdown, Boyer made us stand in like opposite corners of, of the locker room and just like just stare into the corner the entire time. <laughs> oh my God. And then uh, after that, like, we were running quarters at one point, and, like, he started hitting the tennis ball towards us, right? So, like, if you grab the tennis ball and chuck it back towards him, <laughs> it pissed him off so much. Yeah. And quarters, I'm sorry. Quarters were, quarters were brutal, too. Like, one time, he always did quarters. Like, if you had it, if you had it after lunch, for, for grade 10 PE. If you had it after lunch and you like you showed up late, you had to do quarters. The whole class had to do quarters. Like one time we had like I don't know what the hell, but like eight people showed up late for some reason. It was like it was like oh, the so common you had to run eight quarters. Like if you ask Omar this, he could eat. I, I, I I'm not gonna say the people. Like I bet you, you could probably guess if I gave you if I told you like I just gave you a list of people. List like if I if I gave you a list of people, you could probably guess which ones. Would probably be the ones who were late. Probably. Um, he he had us do eight quarters on the football field. Like you know, I don't know how he did it. Uh, for us, it was width of the football field. Their back was half, like half a quarter. Okay. Like second, like sixteen there in backs of the width of the football field. And then you, you know you have, to, you have to do it within like time limit. I was dead after like. Oh yeah. I died really. Like, I was dead so fast. No, and, and then like, like, if you were if you were one of the people that was late, he'd make you run extra quarters sometimes. Oh, I got lucky. I got lucky that day. We got lucky. He decided to be nice and let the people on time. 
like me and Omar got lucky. We ended up, we get to go in early. And I swear to God, the rest of the people who were like late, we had to stay out, finish. We did extra. Yeah, they, that's what I'm saying. The people who were late had to run extras. See, but they did, they ran extra because they were late. Also, they ran even more than the extras they were told to do. They came back in like a half an hour later. We're like, what the hell took, like, what the heck took you guys so long? And they're like, yo, um, yeah, he kept cheating, kept being like a dumbass, like not following it. So Boyer made us run like more. We're like, I mean, we had a good recovery time because technically we were supposed to be in the uh, uh, fitness room that day. I hated the fitness room too, by the way. Yeah, this dude, fitness. Small, man. And the like the weight room, you know, you know, you had like the the fitness test. And the, yeah. my, my worst fitness test, definitely like the broad jump and the flexibility one. What's a broad jump? Like Boyer had us do a broad jump. We never did a broad jump before, like in grade nine, but then grade 10, it's like broad jump. You just stand in a spot, like you jump. Right. Just up. jump as far as you can. Oh, up. That's it? You just jump straight as far as you can. Like. And this dude would like he'd like nail he'd like he'd like chirp you if you like you have like a pretty bad score like like one kid we had two we had two people with this with the names that start with a start with a started with a V I think yeah we had two in that class one of them was tall and like wait you had both of them in your class yeah we had both and oh buddy <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> the, the the tall one the first time he did the, like the broad jump he jumped I swear to god he didn't look like he went that far he ended up improving on the original like he didn't look like he went that far and then mr boyer was like he like looked in and went buddy doing that again that was pathetic <laughs> everyone else just started laughing because like i'm the, I like it's not even like you're laughing at him you're laughing at the fact that thank god that's not me getting like chirped at for being like like not doing living up to a standard like you know so, big v and low v together were like they were jokes man yeah our guy 10p class big v big v was like yeah you know you had to learn like mr boyer straight up taught like he taught you you had to learn like the female side of health too oh no our class didn't get any health class education Oh, wow. Okay, Mr. Boyer straight up saw time in grade 10 PE on that. Yeah, it was like, he was like one, one, like one straight phrase he brought up was, if you don't get paid, you don't get laid. It's like, everyone just started laughing at that. And at one point he was going to like the female, like basically the period. It was like, at one point he was talking like ovaries and stuff. And then Big V at one point, I don't know what the, what the heck we were talking about. All of a sudden he's just like, no one's gonna see this, but like he was like, "Oh, <laughs> everyone was like, "What the heck was that?" And he asked the strangest questions. He asked, "I don't even know if I should say it, but like he asked this straight." I'll tell you after, actually. So I um I do know what what the question is that you're talking about, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have that question on my podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's last guess if you actually know. 
it's a question uh, that should be lost to history, honestly. But I remember one time, okay, so uh, when I first started hanging out with you guys, um, you were telling me, I think, about how V was, um, so instead of saying little V, I'm just going to say V, but how he used to sort of... we called him anyways. That is what we called him, yeah. Um, he's, didn't he sort of stalk you guys a little bit? Yeah, say his name three times and there he was. <laughs> he was a very interesting guy. He was in my computer science class in grade 11. And like, he used to, he tried to be one of the smart kids and like one of the AP kids, which like people, regular people uh students didn't like him the ap kids didn't like him and there was this one uh girl that he kept trying to impress in the class and she very much not like him <laughs> oh my gosh but at, at least i don't think he was stalking her which is good unlike uh unlike what he did with you guys i don't even know if it was it was weird like i don't even know how to consider it stalking it was just like showed up like he was just like somehow he's there. Didn't he memorize like the roots you took though? Basically, I don't know if he actually did. It was more like it. It felt like that because like he always knew. See, he always knew where we were. Weird. I don't know. Like say his name. And it's like turn around. Hey guys. Like oh. I was like at one point me and Omar like taking like three different routes out of the school. It's like, it was like, let's get weird. And then he, he found a he found a bunch of new new good friends though. So. That's good. Good good for him. He found like minded people. Try out for the uh for the baseball team, I think, in grade ten or eleven. Didn't make it though. Did he make it? Oh it oh, gosh no. no. I think it was grade ten. That was definitely a year he wasn't gonna make it. Of all the years to try out, that was gonna be a year you weren't gonna make it. What sports teams did you try out for? I tried out for the baseball team um, all four years. I didn't make it grade 9. I made it grade 10, 11, 12. Actually, once you make it, you're basically on it the rest, the rest unless a bunch of like, studs show up. But our school definitely did not have studs in any sport. Let's be honest, our school sucked at sports. I, don't I care mean, what we, the we got night. a little bit good at soccer. We clone a little bit. I mean, we could say that about, about my baseball team too. We made tier one, beat a couple, tier, a few tier one teams. So, I mean, I put the baseball team above the soccer team, to be honest, in terms of success. I mean, you guys, you guys definitely did improve, but our soccer team was full of absolute idiots. And like, I think near the end of the season, we could have, we could have actually been contenders for the championship before I, everybody got suspended oh gosh no i refuse to get i see i can't give that credit to this stuff they, they got suspended like right before they would have been contenders for the the championship so they see that's the thing though if you're gonna be on a sports team, you're gonna have like restraint, especially in a school sport. Yeah, like, it's true. on like 
think that's the thing. Like, if you're going to, like, call yourself a contender, you have to have that ability to, even in those moments where, like, I know, I know, I basically know the story of why they got suspended. Like, they basically got in a fight, like, gosh, it's all vague now, but, like, they basically, they basically got in a fight on the field. Someone started something, and someone threw a punch, someone, and then everyone got into it and shit like that. But, um, like, if you're going to be on a school team, especially, you got to, like, restrain. Like, you got to have some sort of, like, poise. And, like, that's the thing with, like, all the good teams. Like, with all the, like, not even good teams. Like, they were, they were a decent to good team. The soccer team, they weren't great. Like, they were, what kept them from being the contenders was the fact they didn't have that poise. They were all, like, short-fused for the most part. Like, let's be honest. Like, one wrong they were one very wrong, short-fused. Like, let's be honest. Like, one wrong, one wrong step. Like, they, they cared. Like, they were short-fused, too, which always... If you care too much and you have a short fuse, like a recipe sometimes, a disaster. Because, like, you don't get the restraint. One wrong move by the other team, and it's like, oh, there he goes. Like, like we had this joke. Like on the, I was on the Brock, like, game day ops team for the hockey team. There was, like, one player. Um, this kid, Jordan Sandbrook. You can keep him in here because he's really public anyways. He's, like, you know, he played in the O. And he was, like... Last year, every time he got like slashed or something, it was like, Oh, Sandberg's getting a penalty now. There he goes. Like, every time he got hit, something happened. If something happened to him, it was like, Oh, he's getting a penalty. Something's happening here. He's definitely gonna piss, do something now. But, like, it was like, I don't know. Boys' soccer team was weird to me. I wasn't a fan of the soccer team. You know what? That sort of reminds me, though, like how you're saying the player that would always get penalties every time he got hit. Because yeah. of his short fuse. Yeah. That sort of reminds me of... Um, have you seen the Tooth Fairy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. With The Rock? Yeah. Amazing movie. I don't know how... Yeah. Uh, I don't know how other people remember it, but it was, in my opinion, it was a pretty damn good movie. Yeah. You had to be like a good solid age, though. Like a... There's like a solid like mix. Like you can't be too old though. Like really? Point, I, I mean, like it now. I probably I don't know if I'd watch it with the same intent or excitement. I'll just oh be yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. If you're if you're a kid, then then yeah, like it's an amazing movie, especially when it first came out. Yeah, it's basically like I mean, I can admit any little kids listening. I'm sorry to tell you this. Tooth Fairy's not real. Are you are, are you really telling me the Tooth Fairy isn't real? Is that is that what you're saying, Connor? I mean, I haven't lost any tooth, teeth recently, so maybe he's, maybe she's still going strong there. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know, my, if, you, if you want to bring up fictional characters or, you know, pin on beliefs, um, a grade 8 teacher... Straight up asked our class, when, so when is it okay? He's like, when is it okay? When is it, he, he, first, he, he led off with, how many of you still believe in Santa Claus? And then he followed that up with, when is it okay for me to tell my kids Santa Claus isn't real? I think it's, it's definitely less of telling them it's not real. More of like, you have to make them find out it's not real in a way that doesn't destroy them. I don't find out. 
at some point. I'd just be like, I'd just leave it up to that. If they find out, they find out. Yeah, maybe some idiot or some jackass at school tells them, hey, Santa Claus isn't real and makes the whole class cry. I mean, at some point they hit an age where it's like, everyone just swears at each other and says, Santa Claus isn't real. At some point they just hit that point, man. At some point they just hit that, but like, yeah. I wish Santa Claus was real, but in like the best possible way. Maybe not like breaking and entering into people's houses to drop off presents and eat their food and drink their milk. But like a delivery service would probably work better. I've always felt that that whole thing with Santa kind of sends mixed messages, doesn't it? I guess. You you know the Santa Claus is coming to town song? You like, he sees you when you're sleeping, he knows when you're awake. Yeah, he's a creep. Santa is a creep. It's very illegal. Um, I don't mean to put a dampen on anyone's Christmas spirit. Technically, that is illegal, you know. Unless, of course, Santa is working with the CIA, which in that case, it's still illegal, but he is doing it in a way that he's technically not breaking any laws, I think. Yeah, probably. Santa Claus, the original CIA agent. A movie in the future. Yo, speaking of future movies, we should uh, we should discuss Black Widow. Have you seen oh. the trailer yet? I saw a bit of it. And because they uh, they announced that um when they release it it's gonna be in theaters but it's also gonna be on Disney Plus at the same time. Like sure you're gonna have to pay about thirty bucks or so to watch it as a premiere, but um, I mean it's still a amazing alternative to going to theaters to watch the movie, right? Yeah. Is it like? Is it? What's it set? Is it? She. in the movie didn't she sorry you you cut out there she died in the movie right she She died died in endgame Endgame, yes so but this is set set. i think um after civil war but before um infinity war oh oh is it kind of like one of those prequel things yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, not Marvel like a confused. full prequel. This is already after she's joined the Avengers. The midquel. The midquel, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Patent pending. And you got Spider-Man coming out. The third one in at Christmas this year. Is it this year, Christmas? Yeah. Yep. This year, Christmas, yeah. I think it's... it's uh, the first Christmas Marvel movie in a while, right? I mean, I don't pay attention to dates, so I have no idea. I just watch it when I, when uh, at some point, some point or another. <laughs> I'm happy though that like Black Widow is the first movie that they're releasing on Disney Plus at the same time, instead of oh. having just a theater exclusive release. 
And I don't have Disney Plus anyways. You should get it. It's a it's a good price. You get Disney stuff, Fox stuff, like a whole lot of things, really. And I just got Netflix. I just got Netflix like two months ago, probably three months. Bruh. What have you time. been doing with your life? All those, you know, sites that. Those sites aren't reliable all the time, you know? I know, but you just got to work with what you got because technically, you know, I'm still living on that university budget, so technically, I'd ask the parents to take pay for it. Oh. You know, know, technically, you can't. If the parents don't pay for it, you you don't get it, kind of thing. No, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, it is what it was. I mean, my parents would never pay for Disney Plus, though, because they don't watch anything on Disney Plus ever. They're always either on, like, Netflix or YouTube kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, Netflix. And you can basically find anything on Disney Plus, like, eventually, on, like, some of those random sites. Eventually, you find them, like, no, like, not even eventually. Like you'll find it right away because it's someone's gonna record it and just yeah. post it online because it's in amazing quality already. Yeah, true. But it's obviously it's not ideal using those trying to use other extraneous sites. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I know. It's, it's definitely not amazing to use those sites. Always. Especially with all the pop-up ads and like other issues that they that they have with them. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of streaming sites though, I know you've uh you started your own podcast, but you're streaming everywhere, right? Yes, sir. It's up everywhere and we got like a website too. U16pod.com. We got the website going, but we're up everywhere. Spotify, any any podcasts, Apple, Google, anything you can think of. I think we're up on it. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, we're yeah we're longer episodes because we got we usually got a bunch of interviews. We talk to all the young, up and coming hockey players for the major junior drafts. So before they get reach the NHL drafts to those kids and yeah we kind of just me and a guy i met at the the rinks last year and i just guy approached me and was like hey let's, let's start a podcast man just in this pandemic you know crazy year wait so just, like you guys didn't know each other from beforehand no we knew each other and i met him at a, like a tournament last year when we were still okay. in person kind of stuff and then we kind of kept in contact and uh, he, one day he just kind of messaged me. He was like, hey, let's start a podcast, man. So he just kind of got the ball rolling on that. And then just kind of got it going. Um, he's, got, he's got a lot of connections with, like, agents and stuff, their advisors. So get kind of hooked, hooked up 
had some pretty big interviews so far with some top guys for this year. That's amazing to hear. Like, I've been, um, honestly, I'm not the biggest hockey fan, especially not like, uh, I have no knowledge about U16 and up and comers, but like, I've listened to bits and pieces of your podcast, and like, it's it's pretty amazing what you guys are doing. And like, I think it, it really shines a light on these kids' careers, you know, or their hopeful yeah. careers. Yeah, well, that's kind of like the point because, again, the government's really screwed it up this year for them. Like, even, like, mm. the guys who are in the league that they're trying to be in, like, they're going to be drafted into. Like, they're not even playing. Um, the government just can't find any middle ground. They can't, like, even, like, we like with health, vaccine and stuff, they can't find nothing, no ground, nothing whatsoever. The, the, the OHL kids, they're not playing. They've all like half the half the league has flown to Europe to be on loan somewhere so they can try to play games, especially some of the kids eligible for the NHL draft. So they've been doing that. Like these these younger kids, the U sixteen kids eligible for the OHL draft. And they they had a few showcases um back before we had like the lockdowns in the fall, like winter. But, like ever since then it's been like somewhat hidden stuff. And now this lockdown this gray zone that we're back into just put another wrench in it from but like they basically don't they haven't done much because like typically they're not even supposed to sometimes they're not even supposed to be at the rink in groups a lot of it's kind of keeping under wraps for them so it's like exposure and visibility is so like small and hard for them but we just figured we kind of combine kind of put a passion you know and then give these kids some exposure and then hopefully for myself you know if uh anyone listens and likes what i'm doing you know maybe they'll hire me at some point any chance you know just kind of yeah. shoot me a, me a give me a break or something you know everyone needs to start somewhere definitely yeah i mean i think hopefully in the near future you'll get a job opportunity in in your field um i don't question though like i've seen that uh future nba players or like people eligible for the nba do this um i don't really know about other sports but is it uh like you said some of the players that are eligible for the nhl draft they're on loan in europe right so is it a common thing where certain people will just go and play hockey in a different country professionally before uh coming to the nhl yeah that's very yeah i guess pretty common like it depends on your like where you start as a lot of it has to do with where your rights are like contract rights so like a lot of canadian kids they have to decide once they hit like 16 or so like basically grade 10 the end of grade 10 they have to decide whether they're gonna end up committing to like signing like like a verbal sort of agreement or commit to some sort of ncaa thing that whether they're going to go NCAA and therefore they're either going to go UC USHL which is United States Hockey League or play Canadian Junior A which is basically kind of same same sort of like leagues or levels as major junior in Canada but it just sets you up for the to go college instead of major junior 
And those give you, like, going to college gives you different rights as opposed to if you go major junior, your rights are with that team. You need your you need their permission. Essentially, you can't sign anywhere else. You can't. You're stuck with them until at least twenty. Basically, you made an exception this year, but you're stuck with them. You're like twenty. Do you, I mean, because, do, you, do you get an income though, right? Um, kind of like under the table stuff. They're not technically supposed to get like big income. They get like small stuff like they get their school oh, okay like if you're living away from home you get billets um if once once you like hit like university level kind of stuff like after their their draft year once they're technically at university and also playing major junior they uh they, they get their school paid for um oh nice nice so that's but a lot of guys like um Anyone not playing major junior, it's fairly common for a lot of guys to do another country, whether it be U.S. or like overseas, especially, um, where they'll just like head over there and play either their draft year or even a post draft year overseas. But like especially for their draft year, they'll play overseas. Because then, if you have over, if you play overseas, you can start in the AHL, which is essentially the direct development league. Of the direct development leagues for the NHL, you can start there sooner, playing with like essentially be paid in a, in a pro kind of level, not as much as if oh, you were so in the it's NHL. Like, um, so it's like the NBA G League, kind of, yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, basically, actually. But the AHL has been around actually longer than the G League, which is kind of funny, but uh, yeah, it's just a lot of guys like Austin, like if anyone knows the Toronto Maple Police. The Austin, the, the, the guy that doesn't know the Toronto Maple Leafs, man. Yeah, but like their top guy, Austin Matthews, he played in the U.S. National Development Program for a couple years. And you have to like you they give you a certain date for your birthday. So you have to be born September 15th or before. Um, so like this year, you have to be born September 15th, 2003 or earlier to be eligible. And if you're born later than that, you have to wait another year to be drafted. So Austin Matthews was born September 17th, 1997. So he would have been, if he was born two days earlier, he would have been drafted in the same draft as Connor McDavid in 2015. Because he was born two days later, he went first overall to the Leafs in uh, 2016. But because he was late, he basically had to decide whether he wanted to in the national team he uh had to decide whether he was going to go to a major junior team ncaa or something else so he ended up deciding to go play pro in switzerland so he spent he moved all the way to switzerland played his pro draft his draft year playing pro in switzerland which i mean you technically get nice. paid like you technically get paid more than what you would if you're like setting up to be NCAA, because like NCAA gives you more restrictions too, because you technically can't like have endorsements and stuff. Like with all those, you know, stuff they got there with the NCAA, but like a lot of guys will go play pro in another country. So it's pretty common in hockey. So this dude is only like, he's only four years older than us. Yeah, basically. Austin Matthews, he's making. 
making um eleven something eleven plus eleven point something million and uh with the Leafs and he's he's only four basically four years older than us. God crazy. damn. Good for him, man. I mean Connor McDavid, best player in the NHL is only four years old older than us too. Pretty crazy. Like Yeah. Oh, but then like if you look at I don't I don't know about any of the more recent um players. But uh yeah, good on them, man. Like all these young guys are taking over professional sports. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a young man's game now. Yeah. I mean, it's always been a young man's game, but now we're seeing I mean, relatively I speaking. True. Yeah, relatively speaking, it is now a young man's game. And especially because of the internet, social media, podcasts such as yours, we're seeing more and more of like this new generational takeover. Yeah, exactly. I mean, every five minutes you're getting a highlight. You can see a highlight on Twitter or something. Don't waste Twitter, man. Twitter's so toxic. I don't get it. I don't want to get into Twitter. Twitter's they're so bad sometimes. Like Twitter, Twitter is a very interesting space, man. Especially ho- very, hockey Twitter, man. Hockey Twitter is so very bad. Toxic or like very welcoming. It, I think it just depends on the day. Not just necessarily hockey Twitter, but like any sort of uh, subject that has a lot of people talking about it or a lot of interest in it, a lot of fans. It's always gonna be either very toxic or like very welcoming it just depends on the day oh yeah yeah there's always gonna be fine some form of negativity though on that one twitter nuts oh yeah definitely i gotta stay, I gotta stay off that app more often than not but the reason i got that app though was so people so like you know networking stuff that's the reason i got that app yeah i need to start utilizing twitter more but it is what it is, and um, that's uh, I guess that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much, Connor, for joining me for episode twelve, episode thirteen. Sorry, of our podcast. My I see podcast. you've improved on. I see you've improved on your math. Oh yeah, my uh, okay. To be fair, I'm not like uh, I'm not in a university program that requires mathematics, so I don't really need to worry about math. I mean, I thought that too for Spima, and then apparently finance, sport finance, snuck up on snuck up on me last semester quicker than I thought. Okay, well, you're in sports management, and management includes finance, right? I'm an art student. Touche, touche. And yet, I took all the sciences and all the maths in high school. Did very poorly on most of them. And uh, now you see me on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me, bud, though. Like, serious? Keep it up. No man. worries. Got the, got the pod going and consistently putting stuff out, so it's sick, man. Yeah. Thank I love you for being a loyal listener. And, uh, like, props to you for starting your own podcast, man. Yeah. I mean, respects to you as well, because, I mean, personal experience is not easy. Uh, doing this stuff man it's time consuming and stuff you know what i mean so big props yeah time consuming and 
it uh sometimes i don't know if you guys have felt this yet but like it feels like sometimes i just don't want to edit or i just don't want to post anything but then like you realize you know it's better to be consistent even on your worst days than to be inconsistent and post on a good day no sometimes it's like anything it's just like you don't want to do especially in these times it's like not even just a podcast it's like anything because you have podcasts you have school you have family stuff to deal with you have to look after your own mental health which is very important yes sir but hey um anybody that's uh interested in connor or interested in hockey at all uh definitely go check out the u16 podcast available on all streaming platforms and uh what's your guys's instagram handle at the u16 pod on instagram and on twitter at both of them and you can follow us on facebook too and facebook there you have it guys thank you so much for listening to episode 13 uh, I've been your host, Murtaza. You can keep up with me on Instagram and Twitter at 2HBCPod. And you can find all of our streaming links at our link tree, which is linktr.ee slash 2HBCPod. Thank you for listening and have a great day.